Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. Welcome to issue 148 of Top Stories, in which we go back to issue 121 of The Bugle. In May 2010, we dedicated the top spot to a group of suspected Russian spies, although their methods of espionage seemed a little lacklustre, as I discussed with John Oliver. Top story this week, I spy with my little eye, something beginning with bullshit. (laughs) Andy, there are only three things better than stories about spies. They are Ice Cream, the release of Nelson Mandela, and Lionel Messi. And those three have had a relatively quiet week this week, so it's spy stories that have dominated the news. Uh, The FBI have arrested uh, 11 people suspected of being Russian spies who have been living in the United States under deep cover since the 1990s, uh, a time when even then spying was slightly old-fashioned and ridiculous. Well, it turns out they've been in the US ever since, doing essentially very little. Uh, In fact, a Russian security analyst pointed out this week that the uh, alleged spy ring doesn't seem to have really done any spying. (laughs) He said they haven't managed to gather any kind of significant information uh, and didn't have any kind of sources worth noticing. Most stuff they transmitted, if indeed they did transmit it, could have been lifted from the New York Times website. In fact, they've done so little that none of the people accused in this case have been charged with espionage, (laughs) only with not registering as representatives of a foreign government and money laundering. And I really hope that they were just lifting articles from the New York Times, Andy. It would be fantastic. It's the equivalent of cheating on an exam, just cutting and pasting text into a document, maybe changing some of the sentences around. I've completely cracked this whole spying game, Dimitri. You just need a premium pass to NewYorkTimes.com. I could get all my spying out of the way in about 45 minutes and I'd spend the rest of the day playing Frisbee with myself. Honestly, I do most of my spying now, and I do not exaggerate, Dimitri, I do most of my spying while having my morning dump. I'm not even joking. I'm telling you, you're working too hard. And this also means that whoever's been writing those articles in the New York Times has technically been spying for the Russians, Andy. So I want to see nothing short of Frank Rich being led out of the offices in handcuffs and sent straight to Guantanamo to answer some very nasty questions. Well, it's also, I mean, the challenge has really gone for spies ever since the... Uh... U.S. Department of Defense started up its own Twitter feed, uh, which has included recently uh, entries such as, Busy day, moving three warheads to a new location in Nevada. Need to get done by three to catch the Angels-Dodgers game. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, it's untrue to say they didn't find out anything. Apparently one uh, couple uh, had told uh, Moscow that they discovered that America is a society, quotes, that values home ownership. Yes. And yes. there must have been some old telephone operator at KGBHQ in Moscow saying, holy f***. 
living. We have really lost our edge. What else? Do they like milkshakes and burgers? <laughs> the, uh, Do you not get a part in one of your next films? Is there a what? Russian... Slightly too band? good, Andy. Right. That's slightly too good. I mean, that's a rock-solid oh. Russian accent. I'm putting a word for me, mate. <laughs> the, uh, the spies were apparently living in New Jersey. Uh, which is not so much deep undercover, Andy, as subterranean <laughs> undercover. If they're hoping to pick up casual information from talking to their neighbours, the only thing they're going to learn there is whatever gossip is coming out of the New York Jets training camp. <laughs> I do hope that Moscow is interested in finding out whether or not Ladanian Tomlinson is going to be used more in a wide receiver role than in the traditional running back position he had at the Chargers. <laughs> isn't that, that uh, the American is from New Jersey as well, isn't he? So he is, that's right. Gonna... Ask some questions about, uh, about his provenance and motives. Well, let's ask, next time he comes in, Andy, let's ask him. Yeah, I think we should. I was uh, quite intrigued by uh, Miss Chapman, who was uh, mm. apparently you know, the um, young woman who was uh, painted by some in the press as a femme fatale right. of aspiring, although if the aspiring is really just finding out stuff off the internet, I don't know how fatale a femme can be. <laughs> uh, and also, she didn't really indulge in classic spy behaviour. Uh, posting glamorous photos of herself on a Facebook page. Yeah. Which isn't really maintaining a low profile, is it? Um, well, also, it just shows how seriously the media are taking it. The Most of uh, the discussion this week here has been whether or not she was attractive or not. Oh, right. That seems to really split people right down the middle. Really? So it's good to know that people are focusing on the most important things here. And what was the, what's the consensus, then? Well, there is no consensus yet, right, I see. Well, is, is it, does it, does it, has, it, has it split on... Republican Democrat lines. This well, it's not so much. It's not so much. I think there's a standard acceptance that she's quite attractive, right. but it's whether she's smoking hot or just quite hot. Right. So yeah. that's but you know that's driving people apart. It's I mean, basically one step down from the abortion issue here. Right. I see. And uh, I mean, what about how? I mean, has it supplanted healthcare? Do you think? As a... Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's no way Obama's going to touch it, but he's going to be asked. Right. He's going to be asked, so he better have an answer I mean, ready. Well, I mean, shouldn't he? Have, shouldn't he be all over this? Really? I mean, shouldn't he by now have either taken her on a date or said absolutely no way? Surely <laughs> one. He's got to go one way or the other, hasn't he? Come on, just stop sitting on the fence. But what do you think, John? More importantly, you know. Uh, she seems fine, Andy. She right. seems fine. Yeah. That, that sounds like a Republican talking. You've changed. <laughs> Uh, as well as using modern technology, the FBI call them also using more traditional uh, techniques. Uh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, Andy. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to get that now? Yeah, okay, I will. Yeah, hang yeah. on. Charlie. <laughs> I'm just recording the bugle now. Uh, this is Bad now. timing, Charlie. <laughs> Bad timing. I'll, I'll call you later. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry. Oh, you're talking to me, Andy? Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. talking to f***ing Charlie? Oh, Who's Charlie, Andy? <laughs> so, yeah, the FBI also uh, work, uh, found them using more traditional uh, spying techniques, such as invisible ink. Is yeah. That really, is That's... that really a spying technique, Andy, or something stolen from one of their 11-year-old daughter's diary stationery? <laughs> uh, apparently... Write in milk and then put it in the oven. That's, uh, that's what I learned as a kid. What? Hold on. You usually, what? You write, write on paper with milk, and yeah. then uh, you put it in the oven, and... Uh, then and the what, come cook out. the paper? Yeah, well, you cook the milk, essentially. Right. And then you can... And you do, but you don't want to overcook the paper, then. Otherwise, well, no. you, the message is gone. Yeah. So is that basically an early cooking technique? I, th I think that's how cheese was discovered. <laughs> Just for forgetful spies leaving notes out in the open. 
apparently they also buried money next to a beer bottle marker and conducted brush pasts in parks where agents swap identical bags as they pass each other. Are we absolutely sure that these are actual spies, Andy? Not just John le Carre novel nerds at a fan convention. <laughs> uh, the reaction to this news was uh, instantaneous. Putin said that uh, the US police had let themselves go and were put- putting people in prison. Not exactly sure what he means there, and is he concerned that Russian citizens are being jailed by police in America that are obese? <laughs> Does he think US law enforcement has let itself go through dealing with self-esteem issues by just running to the fridge? That's pretty blunt criticism about their weights from Putin. I think Petraeus might have something to say about that in his next interview with a teen magazine. <laughs> Uh, details about the spies uh, as individuals have been emerging all week, uh, partly due to the fact that, as you mentioned, they seem to think that Deep Undercover also includes having Facebook pages with uploaded photos of them drinking at a party in a Bill Clinton mask. <laughs> uh, uh, Neighbours of one pair of spies said that Cynthia was a financial consultant who commuted to Manhattan, while Richard Murphy was a stay-at-home father who, I quote, seemed kind of lazy. <laughs> I have to say, Andy... I love the idea of a lazy James Bond. I think the next Bond movie should definitely move in that direction. Get rid of <laughs> Daniel Craig. He's too driven. Replace him with Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'd like to see Bond falling asleep at a casino table or failing to be at a rendezvous point in time because he stopped off for a hot dog and now has mustard down the front of his cheap tuxedo. But you haven't seen the director's cut of Goldfinger. <laughs> Also, uh, these particular spies were basically self-sufficient, receiving relatively little financial support from the Russian government. One was a financial planner with an annual income of $135,000, and another, Anna Chapman, who you mentioned, uh, owned her own real estate firm in Manhattan, valued at around $2 million. That's even better, Andy. That's Bond with a job. (laughs) That could make for some very interesting scenes with them. Bond. We need you to go to Paraguay to assassinate a rebel leader who has a British secret he's attempting to sell to the Middle East. Sure, sounds good. Uh, it's just, ah, it's going to be a little tricky to book the time off work. Uh, I've used up all my vacation days at the moment. I've, I've, also been, I've been working on the Anderson account, which is huge for me. Uh, I'll badly need to have that proposal on my boss's desk by the end of next week. There's a big promotion lined up. Couldn't I go to Paraguay sometime in late November? Hold on, scratch that. We have a work picnic that we all have to go to. I can't do that. Bond, this is very important. Sure, I accept that. It's just I can't call in sick like last month when I took out that Mexican drug cartel for you. My supervisor flat out told me he thought I was faking lupus. All right, Bond, get out of here. Another spy was described as clumsy and quirky, but highly intelligent. Pretty much just super socially awkward. He always said weird jokes that no one really got. (laughs) Okay, that's it. That is better still. A socially (laughs) awkward Bond, Andy. That's the Bond I want to see next. A Bond who starts sweating horribly and comes out in hives whenever attractive women are around. A Bond who angrily corrects villains who happen to misquote passages from The Hobbit. And a Bond who has an asthma inhaler with him at all times. Thank you for listening, Buglers. The latest new episode of The Actual Bugle is in your pod feeds this minute.